0: Hey, this is Doug Carr of MarTech Interviews. We are on location, by the way, in Sioux Falls. But I have my best friend from online who I never met in person before, Phil Gerbyshek.
1: This is MarTech Interviews, a podcast from DK New Media, publishers of MarTech, the leading publication for sales and marketing professionals to research, discover, and learn how technology is driving business results. Your host is Douglas Carr, so,
0: Phil, hey!
1: Hey, Doug. This is great, man. Yeah, the Concept One Expo that we're at. It's its funny, been 15, 20 years, man. Yeah. And today, or yesterday, we finally meet in person, and this is just great, man. Both, both Navy vets. Yep. Uh,
0: both follow each other everywhere online. Uh, probably have passed by each other in Tampa. Probably 20, 30 times. Yeah, 20, 30 times. but never actually sat down in BS. So this is awesome. Yes. Um, And I want to talk about your discussion today. Sure. uh, Because it's uh, – I'm really in love with this event and how every speaker, I think, has really put an emphasis on that personal connection. Yeah. Um, And it was a a surprise going into this. I wasn't necessarily thinking that that's what was going to happen. And then when you came out, for people – for people that don't know Phil, uh, Phil for – well, I mean you're all over the web. You're all over online. You're all – you know, you're published everywhere. Um, but you really help sales organizations bridge this gap and build that connectivity and that relationship they need to close, to yeah. close
1: business. Yep. Yeah, Well, want to get qualified appointments. I yeah. mean, you know, I certainly can I focus on lead gen? Sure. Yeah. But lead gen, honestly, we all know who we're supposed to do business with. Right. that's not the problem right I don't I don't need a bigger pool what I need is I need to winnow that pool down to qualification and then from qualification to conversation and then from conversation into you know close and cl- by close I mean micro close right? right so where our goal is I, I call it you know the three P's it's preparation. So that's who am I talking to, what's their message, what's the insight they need. Then we have all about the prospecting. That's actually you know kind of doing that work, doing some of the diving in, making sure that we winnow that down so that we have the right amount of people, usually 50 to 100 at a shot. That can be a whole week yeah. that we do. And then it's really about the performance. The performance is typically, for my sales teams that I coach, it's 5 by 10. So the goal is to make five deep, meaningful connections by 10 a.m. And then if you can, like, if you're like, well, I struck out on all of those, then flip it all over and say, okay, well, now I want to get to 10 by 5. Yeah. But if we can do five calls, really, if we had five qualified prospects that we knew we could add value to, that we prepared well for, that we prospect, that we knew what they really wanted. Right. By the time we get to the performance and we have a real conversation, not a three-second conversation, but a 15, 20, 30-minute conversation focused on their needs, focused on them, yeah. we can have a meaningful one. And one of those will then lead to something magical. Well, and talk about that meaningful to them
0: because that that was what <laughs> – I pulled away from your yeah. presentation today. And, and for folks that know, I, I always try to get practitioners on, the, on these. There's people that are on the speaking circuit that speak all day long.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but
0: you coach and work with companies on a daily basis. And so when we're talking about a meaningful conversation, we're not talking about, did I explain the 14 benefits of our
1: platform? <laughs> oh, my gosh. No. So that's the opposite, right, yeah. of meaning. That is just information puking. Yeah. And that's no good. Nobody goes into a meeting with anybody and says, you know, if they could just give me the exact same information I can find in a Google search on the first page, boy, that would be really refreshing and useful. Right. But that's what folks do, right? They regurgitate the crap that's on their corporate website. Yeah. They talk all about them. They flip the slide over to well here's the product here's the solution here's our awards here's why I'm awesome did I mention we w- here's you know here's my flags here's all the the, the hills I've conquered they don't care about that right. i mean it doesn't matter what they really care about is can this person bring me some new insight okay. can this person actually at least understand my problems even if they can't solve them can they understand them and then yes ultimately Will their product or service solve my problems? But if you don't understand their problems, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, that's the problem. The real problem is we go for information because we think that information is scarce. It's not. What's scarce is insight. What's scarce is really looking and saying, hey, Doug, I am I looked at your business. I saw everything about you online, and I see that you're lacking in this case. Does that matter to your business? Because if it does, let's have a conversation. It's fine if it doesn't because sometimes it doesn't, right? Exactly. Sometimes that's intentional. Right. I, you know, for instance, I don't do – I, you can't see that I have an accountant. I have a bookkeeper that makes sure that I pay my taxes, stuff like that. But frankly, I don't need a CFO. So if somebody were to cold call me about that, that would be insightful. But then they'd have to say, well – do you really need a CFO? And I would say at this point in my business, the answer is no. Right. I don't, and that's okay, right? But that would still be meaningful because they could bring me insight that would say, you know, if you had a CFO, it might cost you five grand a year, but it would save you fifteen. Now, now it's a different conversation. Now it's a different conversation, but you wouldn't know that from just a Google search yeah. of me, right? You have to do some some digging to make that happen. That's where the preparation. I think that's where most folks fall down. I mean, the first cold call that you're going to make is three to five minutes of research. I get that, right? I just want to make a contact. I just want to touch you and say, hey, Doug, I'm I'm curious if you're even interested in anything of this. And based on what I saw, it looks like you might be, right? Because of your industry, because of your position, because of your location, um, something like that, right? But beyond that, as we go, then we have to do the prep. I've earned five minutes now. I need to earn an hour because an hour is two and a half percent of somebody's week. And if they're doing it right, they're preparing too. So they spend an hour to two hours prepping for you too. So really we're talking about, can I have 10% of your week for something that may or may not benefit you?
0: One, the great thing that you're doing there is that information puking that you were talking about is that's all out of the way now. Right. Is you went and looked up my company, found out all my information. I went and looked up your company and now we're down to the gritty questions that really matter. Right. That's right. And so we're so it's from a performance and efficiency standpoint, it's a better process as well.
1: Yeah. Well, not, and it's mutually beneficial because here's what's going to happen. If you and I do business together, that's a win. Yeah. If you like me and you're like, wow, I like the way this feels, I don't feel sold, I feel understood, I feel valued, I feel like if I did have a need, I'd want to go with this person, that's really a good thing, right? Because I've gotten referrals for my business, my clients have gotten referrals for their business without ever having done business with another person just because they're valuable, Yeah. right? They provide insight and they're like, Man, I've never worked with that guy, but man, he's insightful. He's always got something to say. You should take a meeting with him. Right. And then again, then it's on the performance side. Then you got to step up and perform. But often, you know, we show up lame. We hope that a banner ad is going to get through or a cold call. You know, stats show 003 percent. That's three out of one thousand cold calls are effective. That's Why incredible. would you do that? Yeah. Why would you do that? Why
0: would you not prepare? One. I, I would even say that it even tosses a wrench into it, too. That when you're cold calling and you leave six messages for somebody and you, you, there comes a point where I just block the phone number and I'm and, – and now – I don't wanna do work with your company.
1: Right, you know? yeah. Well, that, that's the thing, right? We, we don't, we never measure that downside of- <laughs> Yeah, we don't, you know? I mean, and that is a funny thing because now we see people are busier. So it really, it takes 12 to 15 touches now simply because we're busy yeah. and it's easier to ignore. Like I can take your business card, put your phone number in my phone and guess what? I can add ignore butthead yeah. and now I don't ever take your card. Right. And you don't know it because right. it goes right to voice, oh, you must be really busy. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That's not why. It's because I got your card, and I, I clearly don't like you already. So yeah. there you go. So you're off in ether, and you're thinking, oh, my sales team. How come you didn't touch that person eight times? Well, you never added any value. Right. You never had any real insight. Instead, it was, hey, Doug, I'm thinking about you. Hey, Doug, did you get my last message about me thinking about you? Hey, Doug, I'm checking in. You forgot my message about my message about my message. And we get 7, 8, 20 deep. And then we wonder why it takes longer when, in fact, if we take that three to five minutes and we'd say, you know what, as the CEO of a five-person company, here are some of the common challenges. Yeah. Let's have a conversation about those. Do you Perfect. struggle from any of those? Well, now I can say yes or no, but now I feel like, wow, well, at least this guy understands who I am instead of let's flip that around. Hey, Phil, have you ever thought of starting a podcast? I've been podcasting on and off since 2006. Right. I was featured on when nobody teaches you about blogging and podcasting in 2006. Yeah. If you do any research. Any research. Yes. You, you could fill Gerbischak Podcast. You'd either see I've been a guest on hundreds of podcasts yeah. or i produce hundreds of hours of a podcast. My, my favorite,
0: Come on. My favorite one is uh, I get pitch emails that say, Doug, I love the marketing tech blog I've been reading for years. Well, like four years ago, I changed the name. Right. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, that's the thing. So it's you know?
0: an instant delete. Yeah. You know?
1: They didn't even bother to click the link and go to the site. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. again, three to five minutes worth of research earns you more relevance in their mind than any sort of badgering that can happen. I mean, 15 useless touches, just throw them in the garbage. Yeah. Give me some insight, dude. Right.
0: So, what do you, you know, if you're talking, let's say, a business owner that just doesn't have that, you know, that Cold calling experience and you know setting that up. What's what does that three to five minutes of research look like to them? What do they? What do you?
1: What do you want them to do? Well, I, I want them to have enough to structure a conversation of five minutes. Because that first call, you're interrupting somebody's day. You're not on their calendar. You're probably calling at the top or the bottom of the hour right before it, right before they go to a meeting. Yeah. So they don't have time. But you want to make a connection quick. It could be you could be looking for where they went to school. So if they went to Indiana and I went to Wisconsin, we've got a Big Ten thing in common. Yep. Okay. If you're a business owner and it's another business owner, we have that in common. If I went to a conference we have that in common, right? Right. That, Hey, you know, I went to this concept one conference, lots of folks from the Midwest that are having the same problems. I was wondering if I could share with you some of the common problems people have there. Yeah. So I'm just looking to make a connection to earn the right to schedule a conversation because nice. as I'm an in- interruption in your day, and we know, right, that's how it is. First time, I mean, every time we're in interruption, right? If I'm walking past people in the hallway, if I bump into my coffee shop, my plan wasn't to have coffee with somebody else. Right. But if they catch my attention, I might say, you know what, I don't have time today, but Tuesday at three, I will. And that would be good if you add enough value or enough interest or you find enough in common. Hey, I see that you're friends with my buddy, Doug Carr. Boy, I love Doug, man. I've been listening to his podcast for years. Yeah. Can we have a chat about Doug? Oh well, that's not threatening, right? And then don't be manipulative. Take that five minutes. Take the fifty minutes. Take that next conversation, and stay on point. Be be sincere. Be sincere, yeah. right? Take yeah. a real interest because you can't. Intention is such a funny thing. People can smell commission breath. Yeah, they from a mile away. <laughs> I love that. It's worse one. than bo. It's like <laughs> ah. So don't don't have that. <laughs> be sincere, dude
0: that is the best quote in the world. Thanks.
1: Yeah, but it's so true, right? It, Commission breath reeks from a mile away. You're
0: absolutely right. When I get those calls, I instantly know. And 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 that I think there's a there's a part where I'm a nice guy, too. And so I even get more upset after the phone call because this person, you know, sat there for 30 minutes on the phone with wasting me wasting my, my time. time and and i just wanted to be a nice person and and i'm not just going to say no thanks you know hang up. Yeah. and so and so i again i leave the conversation even you know less likely to ever do business with them than when we first started.
1: Yeah, so so don't confuse nice with interest. Yeah. It's really important. It's a good point. Because again that first call if somebody lets you talk and they're not asking you any questions, they're probably either super nice like you yeah. or they're multitasking you. Right. Neither of which is really that gives you happier. Yeah, it's pr- not it's productive. Crap. It's yeah. not useful. Right. I want to take five to seven minutes, make a connection, and then schedule time. Yeah. Because schedule time now is better. And not, oh, sure, send me an email. We'll make time. Yeah. Not, hey, send me an email. Let me pick some time. No, no. How is tomorrow at 3.30 p.m.? Great. Oh, good. So I'm going to call you at this number, or is there a better number to call you at? Yeah. Or we're going to do a Zoom meeting. We're going to do it because th- I'd, ideally I'd like to go eyeball to eyeball. Yeah. If I can't go belly to belly, I want to go eyeball to eyeball. If I can't do that, I want to go earball to earball, right? Yeah. That's the goal. Um. And so, but yeah, somebody who hasn't done it, they have to remember that the goal is not for them to talk for seven minutes and not give the other person a chance to say anything. Well, they
0: won't garner any information that's needed to even see whether it's a good prospect right. if they don't ask the question. That's correct. And and I say that out of the pain point of, you know, 10 years ago when I started my business, the first thing I wanted to do was go in and puke and tell everybody what I did great, you know, and, and uh, more meetings, you know, I was practically thrown out of meetings because we don't, we didn't want someone great. We didn't, we were, we're not interested in uh, hiring a superhero, <laughs>
1: Right, and that's that's the thing we miss. We're
0: more interested in someone that's actually going to listen to our problems, understand who we are, empathize, and, like you said, be able to provide value to us. That's right. And and you nailed it uh, with your speech, and I hope I'm not telling your trade secrets here, but the three I's.
1: Yeah, three I's. So in common. Yep. You gotta find out what's in common. Could be person, right? I know Doug, could be college that we were in common, could be industry, could be location. And that's just a simple LinkedIn search, right? (laughs) Right. Simple simple LinkedIn or Google search. Yeah. Right. We'll find something about them. Right. Second is the insight. We know that by their position. Right. The other position is, hey, we have the same position. Yeah. But this is insight, right? We think about that. It's an article that was written, a video that was written. Um, could be that you have a podcast, could be a newsletter, whatever that is. But you have to be able to share that as insight, relevant insight into their world, into their challenges. And then the third one often is uh, this is the one that I think people forget about or they do really well and then don't ever connect it back. And that's being interesting, mm. right? Sometimes people are really funny. And they're never relevant. You have to be relevantly interesting. That's the thing I think a lot of people miss. And, and that's in your approach, right? That's a funny subject line. That's a short, um, not manipulative voicemail message. Yeah. That's a quick text, um, whatever that is. But that's interesting that makes them say, huh, that person is kind of interesting. Yeah. I should probably give that person five minutes of my time. Cause if we don't get them live, then we're then the ask is really we're basically begging them to call us back, right? And if we're not interesting, they're like, "I'm going to be bored for half an hour, dude. I got enough boring meetings. Right? I don't need more boring meetings. I need less boring meetings. I want some insight into that. Again, that's where we fall back to the other eye in the insight. So sometimes it's an interesting insight and just phrased in a funny way. You know, we could see uh, like you know we're in Sioux Falls, so it's the divorce capital of the world. That's yeah. kind of funny. Yeah. And we, and especially um, you know mm-hmm. that. If if it's relevant to them, if they're in a divorce attorney, we could ask them, "Hey, have you ever thought about working in Sioux Falls? Kind of interesting, kind of insightful, yeah, yeah. and yet hopefully it elicits a callback." That's awesome. Um, now,
0: for everybody listening online, you you don't just consult, right? You you go face to face with consulting, but you do some online training as well,
1: right? Yeah, sure. So, yep, I've got a LinkedIn sales blueprint that's yep. really strong. Um, the first the the next the next iteration of this is for speakers, but um, and nice. by speakers, I mean, you know, speakers, authors, coaches, right? The kind of consulting space in you know, there. It's, it's a key space, right?
0: Because <sighs> the majority of us, I, I, I go to these uh, speaking mastermind groups and – I would say ninety percent of the conversation is how do you book, how do you bill, how do you how do you close, how do you you know it's almost all it's almost none of it has to do with actual speaking technique. Almost
1: all of it has to do with my god, the business side of this is grueling. Yeah. You know, yeah, there's so much there. Well, and so mine is on the sales focus. Yeah, right? how do you how do you get the gig? How do you use LinkedIn? To really build your business as a speaker, an author, a thought leader, as a coach, as a consultant—that's awesome. Um, yeah, and that's at LinkedInSalesBlueprint.com. Um, that's you know that that course actually launches uh, 18 October. Awesome. So that'll be out soon. Uh, it's a thousand bucks. You know, I'm not gonna not gonna not tell you what it costs, no. right? And make you go to the website, but it's six sessions. Uh, really if, seven if, you're, for if those. you're
0: if you're a uh, you know a newcomer in the speaking space you get your first close and that takes care of the cost.
1: Well that's but, the whole thing. Yeah. And and I'm giving a money day uh, money back guarantee after 60 days. Nice. If you work the system and the key is you got to work the yeah. system. If you work this system and it still doesn't work, you can either get your money back or you can get coaching with me. Nice. And cuz I really believe that if you work the system. It's going to work. And I can tell you, it's all the stuff that I do with my coaching clients. It's if, just in group.
0: And if you're a speaker that can't be compelling in the sales process, oh maybe you need to get out of speaking. Well, that's the right? other <laughs> thing, right? I mean,
1: we need to think about that. I mean, well, if you can't do video, yeah. if you can't be engaging, if you can't be interesting, if you don't know how to research and give people insight, I'm going to teach you some of that. But at some point, you got to let your personality shine through. Yeah. And yeah. if you're Hi, this is Eeyore. I'm here to talk to you about speaking for speakers. Stop, dude. Just shut up. Stop. Yeah. I had a... I had
0: a, uh, I, w- I wouldn't even say friend, maybe colleague or whatever, but it was every single time he sat down with someone, he would start out with all the negatives and it was just a, you know, you're, you're he would be, you know, crying that people just don't see the value in what he brings and this and that. And they just don't understand. And, and I'm sitting there going, Oh my God, stop, man. You're killing yourself. Yeah. If everybody's got a problem with Bob. Maybe <laughs> yeah. Bob's the problem.
1: Let's be clear. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, Say the URL one yeah. more time. LinkedInSalesBlueprint.com okay. is where you can go for that.
0: And then uh, for people interested in hiring you to speak.
1: Yeah, so I would uh, I would encourage you to check me out on LinkedIn and let's connect there. Yeah. Um, go to LinkedIn.com slash in slash Phil Gerb, and if you really wanna see me in action and you wanna see my programs, just go to YouTube and search Phil Gerbischak. You'll see nice. plenty of videos there. I do my best to make sure my contact info's there. Um, you can call me, you go to philgerbischak.com. I mean, if you can spell Gerbischak, and I'll spell it for you, it's G-E-R-B-Y-S-H-A-K, you're gonna hit me. The good thing is you can even spell it wrong with Google and it'll find it you. It will, yeah. Google yeah. Google autocorrects our spelling for us sometimes wrongly, yeah. but they're trying. <laughs>
0: That's fantastic. Well, I, I got to tell you, after you know twenty years of being friends online, yeah. it has been an absolute pleasure, and what a what a treat to be able to speak on the same day at the same event. Yeah. You know, so that that was fantastic. And I and I thought, uh, you know, after I walked off there and I saw uh, Andrea do her speech, and then you followed up, I was just like, man, we are all saying uh, giving the same push. Thank God, you know, yeah. uh, because I think there's a real companies are suffering. They're, they're really struggling right now. Yeah. And, uh, and I, and I, and I, and I truly feel that there's a side of the business that really doesn't care whether you make it or not.
1: Oh, of course. Uh, they just want
0: to sell you crap. Sure. And and I feel like there's people like us that are, you know, like, like you, you know, money back guarantee and you know, you'll go straight to calling that person and coaching them. Andrea, I was talking to her earlier about, you know, that she does not expand her business. She's subcon she does not subcontract. She's got some people to do like graphic design yep. and stuff, but she handles that. And then my business is the same way. Like my our livelihood depends on on whether we're moving these companies forward. That's right. And I just feel like that when we get up and tell the truth, you know, and we tell it to these uh, to these folks, they're hearing, you know, exactly. It's not a magic bullet. It's not, you know, it's not some new tool that's going to get them out of a rut. It really is going back to these raw basics of, you know, creativity, research. Um, doing the hard work you know putting in the practice and, and you'll get better yeah. period.
1: yeah, it takes time right I mean the, the you' know, like the old Chinese proverb right the best way to best day to plant a tree is hundred years ago. yeah the second best day is today. yeah so start today right wherever you are folks if you're listening and you're like, oh my gosh, it's a lot. it's okay right yeah. It's t- totally fine. Just start right and then get better. That's all we can do. And then the last tip that you gave, I'm telling
0: all your secrets. That's all right. The last tip that you gave was you love an author and pushed his books.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So Phil Jones, Phil M. Jones, if you go to philmjones.com, his books are truly fantastic. His first book, um, Exactly What to Say, was just game changer. Helped me rewrite a lot of my email marketing. Um, I, I pull it out. It's so short and so awesome. It's fun. It's less than 5 bucks on Audible. Oh, nice. So you can listen to it. But I actually encourage you, as nice as it is to hear his British tones, and he sounds like James Bond, <laughs> I encourage you to actually buy the physical book, because you can mark it up, and then you set it next to you, and you use that as you're writing your emails. Yeah. So that book, and it's 15 bucks, right? Great investment. And then Exactly How to Sell is his second book, which is fantastic as well. It's sales for non-salespeople. Nice. So for those... Which who, is 90% of people. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. Even salespeople aren't always salespeople, yeah. right? That's hard. I mean, I don't really believe that anybody is a natural-born salesperson. Yeah. They might be naturally gregarious, but they're naturally gifted then in talking about themselves. Yeah. Which is not useful. Yeah. I mean, so so that book is awesome as well. And then exactly how to start is his other book. Um, I haven't read it yet because it's not out yet. But I can assure you, um, when it's out, I will get it. He'll be on my podcast on Conversation with Phil. Fantastic. um, Because I just I really dig Phil. It's philmjones.com. One of the nicest guys you ever wanted to meet. Just genuine guy. Gives so much. I mean, you listen to any of his podcast interviews, he gives it all away. And if you then get the books, and I and I mean this, get the book and then just really put it into action, because yeah. it's one of those books that you just read it and you're like, yeah, so what? But then you really think about it, you break it down. And each chapter, it's nice and short, it's digestible, it's useful, um, it just makes it easy. But yeah, Phil Phil M. Jones is he, he's one of my favorite guys, and he's got a he's so good, Doug, so good. Audible spent he spent a half a day with Audible doing a live event in New York City. Wow. That's how good this guy is. Pr- probably pre-sold 10, twenty thousand 20,000 copies of his Audible original.
0: That's incredible.
1: <laughs> I mean, the guy's a star. Yeah. So, And like I said, he's a nice guy. He's so helpful yeah. and so smart. I feel just honored that, that he's my friend and that I get to learn from him. That's fantastic. And we will have all of these links on the show notes after –
0: uh, after we're finished here. Thank you so much. Totally, brother. Yeah. Good times. Yeah, absolutely. This was amazing. And we gotta we gotta start crossing our speaking calendars and seeing where we Ghostbusters, can baby.
1: We're gonna cross streams. <laughs> we're gonna make it happen.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, thanks everybody. And uh, tune in. If you if you appreciated the episode, of course. We'd appreciate your review online. They always help us out. And uh, we'll talk to you next time on Martech Interviews.
1: The Martech Interviews podcast is recorded at DK New Media's State of the Art podcast studio at The Speakeasy in downtown Indianapolis. Subscribe at martech.zone. Sponsorships and marketing services are available through dknewmedia.com.